How's everyone doing? All right, guys. So I am really excited to be speaking again in Reckless. And here's why. It's been like a whole year. It hasn't been a whole year. I think maybe I spoke early in 2016. But this is something I'm passionate about. Relationship series. I'm in a relationship. And here's the thing. Just so we're on the same playing field. A lot of you guys might not know this, but I'm 21, so that means that I'm only three or four years ahead of some of you seniors, maybe more, some of you freshmen. So I was just in your guys' shoes, so I love to be able to speak and talk into some things here with you guys. So first, let me go ahead and say, through this series, we're going to be talking about things that a bunch of you are either going through right now, maybe it's something that you guys have, have been in in the past. Or maybe it's something that you're going to go through in the future. Whatever it is, lean in. Pay attention because we're going to be talking about things that you're not going to hear about at school. We're going to be talking about things that you're not going to hear about maybe even on social media or on TV. And you, in some cases, might not even hear about this stuff at home. But here we're going to be speaking about what God has to say about relationships. So with that being said, I want to ask you guys kind of a quick a quick poll with a show of hands, who here has seen a relationship? So if you've seen a relationship, just raise your hand. Unless you have lived under a rock your whole life, you have had to have seen a relationship at some point, good or bad. So we could say we've probably all seen a relationship. Who here with a show of hands is currently in a relationship? About half of us. Okay. Okay. What about this? Who here can say, show of hands, that they have seen a godly relationship before? Can say that they have an example of that godly relationship? All right. Now let's be real with each other. This one might sting a little bit, might bring up some bad memories. Who here has been hurt by a relationship? And maybe it's not your own. Maybe it was a divorce in your family. Maybe it was a friend's relationship that went bad. All right. So we all in this room can agree that moving forward, relationships are definitely a major part of our life. So in today's culture, and you might have discussed this in small groups, we probably saw and talked about maybe some negative examples of relationships. Relationships that maybe are just rooted in, in pride or pleasure or selfish need. But see, that is so much different than what God originally created. Because in Genesis 2, we see Adam, we see Eve, the first relationship. And we see that that relationship was created for one reason, and that was to ultimately know and serve God. So... I want to kind of tell you a little bit about my story, a little bit about my relationship past. And I'll start, I spoke last week in middle school, so I'll start with middle school. And some of you guys might be able to relate to this. I know middle school dating is a lot different now than it was even 10 years ago. But when I was in middle school, my relationship probably with my girlfriend that I had in sixth grade was no more than a couple high fives in a hallway, and I think our parents like arranged a Christmas gathering where we awkwardly swapped gifts and probably didn't say anything to each other. Those were my middle school relationships. So let me go to high school. 
my high school relationships, and this might also relate to you guys. They rooted in one of two things, if not both. One, I was trying to, by dating, gain popularity by maybe dating one of the popular girls or a girl that everyone wanted. Now, we can all say, oh, yeah, lame, but if we're, if we're real, if we're serious with ourselves, girls, guys, is that not a lot of time the case? And the problem with that, the problem with that was me, for me, was I didn't like taking girls on dates. I didn't like dating. Like, I was like, yeah, you're my girlfriend, but I don't want to spend money. So usually it ended there. And then here's another thing. Most of my relationships had a major social media presence, and the bad thing with that was I was saying, hey, look what I'm doing. Hey, look at me. Guys on the football team, see who I'm dating? See who I'm with? And we all might say, oh, man, you know, no relationship should root in selfishness, but if we're real with ourselves and we're honest, is that all, is that the case? So I encourage you to lean in this series at what God has to say, but tonight we're going to start in Philippians. I know I just referenced Genesis 2. We're not going there. We're going to be in Philippians. So I encourage you, read all of Philippians. Read every word of Philippians if you get a chance. It's an awesome book. Philippians takes place in the New Testament, not the Old Testament. So if you're flipping through your Bible, the New Testament, which is the back half, give or take, a few pages of the Bible. And it takes place after Jesus' death and resurrection. So Jesus has died. His followers, Paul and Timothy, are telling other Christians about his life and about how Jesus walked and what Jesus did. So here's what Philippians says. Philippians 2.3 says, Do nothing from self-ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. So let me say that again. Do nothing from self-ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Do nothing. Relationships. Relationship with a mom. Relationship with a dad, grandparent, or even boyfriend or girlfriend. None of that should be rooted in self-ambition. It should be rooted in humility, ultimately, to show that person God's love towards them. Also in James 3, verse 16, for where there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Wow, that's, that's heavy. Where there's self-ambition, there you will find evil of every kind. Let me read a couple things for you. Selfishness, bitterness, gossip, lust, greed. Those are things that are evil. But aren't they all too familiar? Greed, lust, selfishness. Where is it rooted? It's rooted in self-ambition. Now you might ask, I don't even know what ambition is. Well, I asked the great philosopher, Google, what ambition was. And according to Google, ambition is a strong desire to do or achieve something 
with hard determination, hard work involved. So you're really working hard at making yourself look good. Let me continue my story. I didn't mention this before, but there was a relationship in high school that actually did work out. They weren't all just, you know, date for a week or so or date for a month or high five in the hallway. There was one that did work out. I was a senior. This is going on four or five years ago. And I dated a girl that I had known my whole life. We were both seniors and about to graduate. And it was one of those things, and you might know this, oh, we're just friends, we're just friends, we're just friends. And then when we're seniors, we're like, oh, wait, we like each other. So then we started dating. But here's, here's the thing. I was still in my self-ambition. I was worried about myself. What was I, I going to get out of the relationship? Not really worried about her, definitely not really concerned about God's glory or ultimately glorifying him, knowing and serving him through the relationship like we saw in Genesis 2. Unfortunately, as it would be, that relationship ended. It ended after about eight or nine months, and she broke up with me. But as I look back, that's probably one of the best things that have ever happened to me. God used that moment in my life to hit me right in the face with it's not about me. It's not about self-ambition, because like we said, self-ambition brings all those things, all those evils. At that, at that point, I wasn't worried about my ambition, I was worried about what God wanted. And when I made that change in my life, when I decided, God, it's about what you want, I'm looking to ultimately glorify you, to know and to serve you in every way, that's when things started kind of changing, Failed relationships weren't happening anymore. That's, that's when God led me here to Westridge. That's when God used me to lead a small group of eighth graders back in 2014. That's when God gave me a chance to go to Rush with my small group. I'd never been before. And that's when God called me to a position here on staff at Westridge. Now, none of these are my accomplishments. None of these are things that I accomplished. Nothing where I can pat my back and say, yeah, you did that. These are all God's because I took myself out of it. This is kind of important, too, that I mention in that process when I say, hey, God, it's not about me anymore. It's about you. That's when he led me to a girl that would one day be my wife. And she just happens to be a small group leader here. I met Hannah in the summer of 2014, and this past summer, back in July, I asked her to be my wife. And like I said, that's nothing on me, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. We've got a video. Check the screen. Right now, Hannah has no idea what's going on. She just got off work. She's headed home to get ready. She thinks that we're coming back here this afternoon to shoot a video about our relationship for student ministry. What she doesn't know is, before I get to the last question... I'm going to propose to her. She has no idea. We're going to be sitting right there. 
Let's see what happens. So Tyler and I went to school together all through elementary school and up through high school, but we didn't actually know each other. We probably said hi to each other in the hallway or something. Um, we had a physics class together my junior year and his senior year, and I was wearing a pair of jeans that had a hole in them one day, and our physics teacher was a dress code stickler. And Tyler thought he was going to be funny and point out the hole in my pants and get me sent to ISS. So so I, I ran as fast as I could to my football locker in the locker room, grabbed a pair of sweaty gym shorts and offered them up for her to put on. And luckily the teacher let her stay. Yeah, so, so that could have been a lot worse. Our favorite memory, for, for me at least, would probably be as soon as we started dating, um, we had met, you know, again in the student ministry here. I was serving and she was serving. And we decided that, or she told me that the Little Mermaid was coming into town. So I went and got tickets and surprised her with them. We went to the show. She loved it. But after, her feet were hurting. She was wearing heels. So after, I had to carry her from the Fox Theater all the way to the varsity where we parked because it was free. That's still, that's, that's one of my favorite memories. I don't know if I have one favorite memory. We do go to the movies every Friday night so much that it's almost like the equivalent of eating and sleeping. So we have a lot of fun just going to the movies on Fridays. Yeah. So I think one of the things that was important for us whenever we started our relationship was just talking about what we expected out of our relationship and what we didn't want to happen from things that we saw that went wrong in past relationships. Um, and whenever we started our relationship, it was kind of in a pressured situation because we had just started dating and I was about to go off to college an hour away. So there was that added pressure. And so we talked about how can we honor God and honor him with our relationship through working and being busy, but still devoting our time yeah. to him. Um, I think it was important to us to serve. We both were active in the student ministry and that's helped us really stay connected and have our relationship remain Christ-focused. And a lot, um, me and her made it early on a, a point before we went on with a major decision um, ourselves, we decided to ask God what he thought. Uh, instead of going out on our own, we prayed about it and, uh, and prayed what we should do you know, whether it was, you know, a certain situation of her being gone and me being home or her being home and me being gone, we prayed through those situations and, um, and it's really got us to, to where we are now. Um, and a lot of that, a lot of that, that uh, the prayer and, and kind of trusting God to, uh, to lead us to where we are now is actually why we're sitting here right now. Um, this actually doesn't have to do anything with student ministry. We're here right now for a different reason. He's been helping me. Everyone's been helping me. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does my mom and dad know? Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. We're engaged. Oh my gosh. I love you too. So a couple things about that really quick. I know you're thinking it. I, I technically never asked. It didn't come out. I was like, never like, will you marry me? But she knew. And she technically never said yes. So ever since, ever since that Facebook video, people were like, so did you ever ask her? I was like, that's what the video was. Like, well, did she say yes? That's what the video was. So anyways, all that being said, like I said, none of these are my accomplishments. I took myself out of it and my ambitions and my selfish wants out of it a long time ago and said, God, this is this, my life, my relationship is for you to ultimately know and to serve you. So I want to encourage you with two things tonight before we close. Don't wait until you're out of high school like I did to say, you know what? I don't care what everyone else is doing. I don't care what's on social media or TV. I'm starting now. I'm going to glorify God in my relationship even if I'm in ninth grade, even if I'm in 12th grade, no matter what everyone else is doing. And another thing, as we go through this series, if you're in a relationship and you're like, I don't, I don't know exactly if I am glorifying God. I don't know what that looks like. I want you to lean in. As we continue in this series, lean in. Ask God to change your heart if there's something that you're unsure of or, or you don't know if you're supposed to be in that relationship. Because when I did that, God didn't let me down. God didn't let me down. Let's pray. God, thank you for this day, for coming together as a group of students here in Paulding County and being able to worship you through song, through being in small groups and bringing friends. God, we thank you for that. That's so special to us. God, I thank you for personally for me having a story to be able to tell students that are just right behind my path, just right, just barely younger than me. And I'm able to say, look, Turn to you, turn to God, because it is worth it. It does work out. Don't settle right now. God, we thank you for that. Right now, I ask, as we go into a time of worship, we turn our heart to you, and we sing, we worship your name. God, we thank you. In your name we pray. Amen.